I realised quite quickly as I started picking up opportunities at Warwick that it's the best time to kind of capitalise on the opportunities on offer. And there's kind of a huge opportunity there to prepare yourself while you're still at university for that entry into the workplace. Hi, and welcome to the first episode of the Skillscast from the University of Warwick. This show is all about how to learn and develop your skills while at university and how to use them to set you up for a fantastic start to life once you graduate. In each episode, you'll get to hear from a range of different people from across Warwick's campus about why skills are important, how they developed theirs, and how you can too. I'm your host, Dave Musson. I work in the skills team here at Warwick, and I'm really excited to bring you our first interview. Our guest this episode is Faye Inverarity, who graduated from Warwick in the summer of 2022 and secured a place on the graduate scheme at Barclays Bank, and who did an incredible amount of skills development while studying here. I was lucky enough to catch up with Faye in September 2023, and she shared some great insights about how to develop your skills while at university, which you're going to hear in this episode. Among other things, Faye shares how she's found her first year of work, she talks about how she developed a range of skills while studying here, and she reflects on the importance of, well, reflecting on your own skills development, particularly when thinking about applying and interviewing for jobs. If you enjoyed this interview, please share it with a friend and consider following the show so you don't miss any future episodes. You can find The Skillscast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Oh, and if you're listening on Spotify, be sure to answer the question we've added to this episode on the mobile app. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Okay, let's get started. Here's Faye. I'm Faye. Um, I studied at work between 2017 and 2022. Um, graduated with a BA in German studies in 2021 um, and then graduated with a master's in translation and cultures in 2022. And what have you been doing since? What are you doing now? Um, So after leaving Warwick, I accepted a place on the Barclays Retail Banking Graduate Scheme. I'm about a year into the scheme now and actually based in Northampton, which was great for me because it meant I didn't have to leave Coventry uh, after I graduated. I think that's really interesting talking to you when you're like a year out from work. I think many students... Are probably really intrigued about that that first year of, of moving into a post-university world and into work. So how has that first year of work been for you? So speaking quite generally. I mean, it has been an adjustment. I feel like you go through that sort of like change in approach and lifestyle anytime you have that sort of big leap or big change, whether that's going to university, starting your career or kind of moving companies. Um, so yeah, it's definitely been an adjustment. Um, and I was quite used to being able to really plan my time throughout my day, like weaving in like social and work and study, whereas now it's a bit more structured. Uh, I'm definitely getting used to it and it's it's becoming the norm. But so far, loving it, loving the work. Yeah, it's going well. So the main focus of our chat, and I guess I guess this entire podcast is is about developing skills in particularly while while you're at university and so you did a lot of that while you were at Warwick I guess to start did you know when you first arrived on campus as that fresher that you wanted to build your employability skills at the same time you were doing your studies or was this something that you realized once you got into Warwick and started studying so I didn't really come to Warwick with the kind of the focus on employability skills or like the intention to build those employability skills. I was mainly focused on kind of coming, getting the degree. And I thought, oh, well, I'll think about that later when I get to the, like applying for jobs. But I realized quite quickly as I started picking up opportunities at Warwick that it's the best time to kind of capitalize on the opportunities on offer. And there's kind of a huge opportunity there to prepare yourself while you're still at university for that entry into the workplace. I kind of, I always go back to this, but I was, I was really shy when I first came to university. So I never would have been the person to like 
put my hand up or do anything outside of kind of what was mandatory for the degree. But once I started pushing myself to take on new opportunities, I grew in confidence. So it was almost like once I started building those skills, it kind of was the enabler to then build more. And that was like when I started to see myself coming out of my shell, I started to really see the benefits and like the potential that there is while you're at uni to build those skills and prepare for a job like once mm. you've graduated. And you mentioned those opportunities. So like, what, what sort of things were you involved with at Warwick and, and what sort of skills did they help you develop? I won't list them all for you because I was here for five years, so I did quite a lot. Um, but I'd say some of the highlights were chairing an SSLC, being a resident tutor in Sherbourne, working at the SU. I was an exam invigilator at a school near the campus, worked in Germany on a year abroad as a language assistant. And kind of more formally, I did an internship with HSBC with especially the sort of chairing the SSLC and being a resident tutor. I feel like those opportunities particularly developed my kind of communication, intercultural awareness, problem solving. In those roles, I was really thrown into like challenging situations um, where there were kind of multiple parties, different peers, and you kind of had to help find a resolution. So really helped me develop those and put me in opportunities to develop those skills. But I also think the fact that I did so many different opportunities really helped me develop my self-awareness constantly had to change my approach my tact like every opportunity requires you to approach it in a different way and being able to think about that and adapt really then help build that self-awareness and i mean you said yourself you did a lot was it difficult to to balance all of that skills development with your studies yeah um i mean i think this was a lesson i really learned in my second year of uni and um, that was a time where there was kind of more opportunities on the table than I actually had time for and I mean I'd even say now like it's still a, a thing I'm trying to get used to is like when to turn down opportunities and when to say no if you know something's not serving anymore and it's taking a, a lot of time I think it's about kind of being honest with yourself and with those around you kind of looking at an opportunity and saying right I can commit three hours a week to this opportunity and communicating that with the with the organizer or the people involved most of the time they'll probably turn around and say yeah that's fine and then you're not going to find that down the line you're overwhelmed with the amount of time or input that's required for it and sometimes they'll say oh no well we're looking more for somebody to commit 10 hours a week and that's still kind of a win-win because you then avoid an opportunity that's going to kind of overwhelm your diary and they can go and find somebody that's able to commit the amount of time that they need but it definitely it's almost a skill in itself um learning which opportunities to say yes to and which to kind of leave on the table and something i'm still still working on today <laughs> yeah yeah i think it's one of those you're constantly working on it if anything you, you obviously talked about how how many opportunities you got involved with and like by your own admission you went you were you were a, a bit of a shy student when you first started and you wouldn't necessarily put you put yourself forward for things so like how how easy was it to find these things because i think that would probably be a question that certainly freshers would have is like they're probably aware that there's lots going on at university but not necessarily knowing where to look so thinking about your warwick experience like how easy was it to find all these things that you ended up getting involved with i mean once you started knowing where to look it then became very easy to find the opportunities and almost once you start taking up opportunities other things get recommended so it's always just the difficulty of finding those first few things that you want to get involved with i'd say speaking to your department so for example i said about chairing an sslc speaking to your department about the kind of opportunities or like things that are roles that are on offer within your department um, and putting your hand up for those and putting yourself forward for them but also there's different platforms out there like I used um, Unitemps quite a lot to find different long-term and short-term opportunities that I could get involved with so 
there's a, there's a wide range of places to go and then you kind of find that they help you build a network both within the uni and outside in the nearby areas so you can continue to kind of find more roles and ways to to build those skills obviously university is a as a whole is a a life-changing experience i mean thinking about the skills development aspect of your journey through warwick how do you think all of that skills development you've done changed you from that shy fresher that arrived on campus to to the person you were when you graduated and, and left finally yeah i mean like you say, it was like that shy fresher. And it was almost night and day to kind of, if you were to compare me at 18 to like me at 22 when I graduated, it really just helped me build this real sense of confidence and kind of belief in myself. I think before, I would never think that I could take on challenging situations or kind of take on new opportunities. Whereas the, the Warwick Award and kind of the skills that you can develop while you're at Warwick and while you're at university really showed me how much I am the potential that I have and how much I'm capable of so now to bring it back to kind of an employability thing when I was in interviews I would maybe be asked like whether I thought I was capable of taking on this situation or the hypothetical questions I never really believed that I, I was actually capable of that and the confidence that all of these opportunities and all of the different things I got involved with at Warwick gave me really meant that then I was actually believing myself in interviews and I think things like that really do come across so yeah, it's one about having the examples. I then had a much more built out CV, but I also was so much more confident and believed in myself way more. We'll be back with more from Faye right after this. It's never too early or too late to start thinking about what you might do after graduation and what skills you need to do it. The Warwick Award can help you do just that. Pulling from your academic modules, as well as anything else you get involved with, such as volunteering, sports teams, societies, internships, placements, caring responsibilities, part-time work, and plenty more, the Warwick Award recognises and showcases the skills you're building through those activities. It also highlights training and development opportunities, so you can craft a full range of skills to help set you up for a fantastic start to life after graduation. The award is free for all undergraduates and taught postgraduates, it can be personalised to allow you to shape your own employability skills development and it is ready for you whenever you're ready for it. Registration is quick and easy, so why not join more than 12,000 students by signing up now and taking your first steps towards earning the Warwick Award. Find out more at warwick.ac.uk slash Warwick Award. You mentioned the Warwick Award there, which um, obviously I have a vested interest in and was going to ask you about. I mean, you were part of our pilot of the Warwick Award um, just before you graduated and you managed to achieve the gold level. I mean, like, how did that feel? How did that rank among all the other things you, you achieved while you were at Warwick? I mean, because I'd already been kind of on the skills development journey before I heard about the Warwick Award and it almost was just this great way of reflecting on everything I'd done. I think until I started doing the reflection on the different opportunities and the, the skills that I'd developed, I never really looked at what, like, wow, I've done so much and it really it just gave me such a sense of achievement to kind of look back and then have almost this not like a full stop because you never stop kind of growing but something to just recognize how much I'd done so yeah it really kind of put it into perspective and felt like a huge achievement for me and you mentioned those reflections as well which are obviously a key part of the award and so there to help students build up those banks of examples of, of where they've developed those skills they did you I mean you just mentioned it was it was useful to do that reflection and in terms of helping feel more concrete in your head of what you achieve but in terms of that 
as an exercise on writing those reflections as well. Was that was that useful when you're preparing for job interviews and all of those kind of things? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it was just useful. I, I, for me, I think it was one of the best parts of the award was having that opportunity to really reflect and go back. I, I mean, I knew I wanted to apply for a graduate scheme and the nature of applying for graduate schemes is that the interview process and the application is really long and it's really difficult and it's, it's quite intense as well. So you become a little bit almost like brain fog to what you've actually done and what your examples are. So I found that almost this sort of structured approach that the award gave to like reflecting on my experiences meant I had this bank of answers that I could go back to. I find that when you're in an interview and you're trying to think on the spot of an answer to like a lot of a lot of interviews will be kind of competency-based interviews where they'll say, can you tell me about a time when you've done X, Y, and Z? When you're trying to think of the example on the spot, often the delivery falls away. So it falls a little bit flat because you're thinking too much about trying to what did I do? What was the outcome? Whereas the Warwick Award meant I had this bank that I could quickly go back to, find the example, and then focus all my energy in the interview on delivering it and really giving it some pizzazz in the interview and winning the interviewer over. So really, really key with that reflection really helped me secure my role. Now you've been in your job for a year. Which skills in particular that you've developed at Warwick do you feel have been most useful for you in your work so far? I think I'd probably say problem solving. So I'd noticed this when I was interviewing that often I was asked about, can you tell me about a time where you've had a situation where you've had to think on your feet and solve a problem where there's been multiple people involved and differing opinions um, or approaches. And I feel like as I've got into my role, I can kind of see why they're looking for people that have already, you know, demonstrated that they have that skill kind of being able to mediate discussions where there's difficult stakeholders where you know nobody can kind of agree on what the next step should be I was able to do that in things like uh, chairing an SSLC and especially RLT as well when you're resolving like conflict or um, issues within like the, the halls of residence because I already had that skill it's been something I've picked up quite quickly at work and it is something I use every single day so that yeah problem solving is definitely a big one and on the flip side is there any skills that you've had to develop since starting work that maybe you wish you'd perhaps had a chance to practice more before, like while you were still at Warwick? So I'd say leadership. And I know that's not one of the 12 core skills, but I also think it's kind of all of them. When I leave the graduate scheme or when I kind of roll off the scheme, I want to go into a leadership role. So at the minute, I'm really trying to focus on finding opportunities to lead teams or lead pieces of work. I kind of wish I'd taken a bit of a step back and looked at just how many of those skills I'd already built while I was at Warwick and use that to find opportunities to go into leadership roles and test the waters in in terms of leading while while I was still at uni. Um, I think if you look through the skills, they're almost, they're the things that make a great leader. So I wish I'd kind of used that a little bit more to develop my leadership style before I came into the workplace. But yeah, definitely one I'm, I'm working on finding opportunities for now. Oh, good, good. So curious on this one so in your opinion why is it important for students to not just focus on their studies but also work on their employability skills while they're at university i think we've gone over the fact that i think having that reflection and developing my my skills while i was at uni helped me secure the role but also i think it gave me a huge advantage once i started in the workplace so i really surprised myself by how quickly once i entered Barclays and entered my graduate scheme, how quickly I could pick things up and just how often I would use the skills that I developed at Warwick to almost give me that head start that I didn't have to worry about things like 
you know, how do I write an email? How do I approach the stakeholder? Because I'd already built those things like communication and professionalism as part of the opportunities I'd taken up at, at university. I was able to focus more on kind of building that knowledge rather than the skills and like communication and things like that. So yeah, I, I mean, I find myself even now going back to those skills when I'm doing personal development planning. So while yes, it helped me get get the role, but it's also given me this this head start. So I'd almost say capitalize on the fact that whilst you're at university, it's almost this safe space where you can try things and you can be bad at them. There's there's not quite the same amount of kind of safe space at work where there's a bit more pressure while you're at university. You can take up an opportunity and then decide it's not for you and, you know, step away from it. And it's it's just the best time and it's a very safe space to develop those skills. And then it gives you that head start once you do get into the workplace. You're not then trying to develop the fundamentals. And just lastly, um, wondering if you had any tips for students listening to this not only to help them develop their skills while at university, but also, I guess, have them think about how they can showcase what they've learned when they're coming to applying for jobs. Yeah, if I kind of split that into two parts. So the first part around kind of how to, like, advice on developing your skills whilst you're at university, I'd say put your hands up for the things that you don't know whether you'll be good at it. Quite often we'll naturally go to putting our hands up for the things that we know that we'll be good at, that we've already got the skills for. If you're not sure if you'll be good at something, it kind of suggests that, that maybe there's a gap there or it's something you've not tried before. So while you're at university, put your hand up for those, try them. If you're not any good at them, like it, it's fine. At least you've learned that about yourself. So yeah, those, those are the ones that I would go for and those are the opportunities I'd seek out. The sort of second part about advice in showcasing what you've learned when you're applying for jobs. Again, I'd come back to that reflection piece, like the more detailed you can be in noting down all of the things that you did as part of different roles that you've done and the outcomes of those as well. That's also a thing that a lot of people want to hear in in interviews is what was the outcome of different things that you've worked on. The more detailed you can be in your reflections, you'll find it easier to link questions in interviews to those examples if you've got them, got them noted down and you've got quite a bit of content there. Right. Brilliant. Well, Faye, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast and for coming back to Warwick, albeit virtually, and um, best of luck for the rest of your career. You've been listening to The Skills Cast, a podcast about skills development from the University of Warwick. If you enjoyed this interview, please share it with a friend and consider following the show so you don't miss any future episodes. You can find The Skills Cast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Oh, and if you're listening on Spotify, be sure to answer the question we've added to this episode on the mobile app. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Our guest this time was Faye Inverarity, who graduated from Warwick in 2022. Thanks so much to Faye for her time and her insights, and best of luck in the rest of your career. This episode was hosted, mixed, and edited by me, Dave Musson. I also designed our artwork, while our music is from Adobe Stock Music. We'll be back with a new episode in two weeks. The Skillscast is brought to you by the team behind the Warwick Award, the University of Warwick's Employability Skills Award and Development Scheme. Find out more at warwick.ac.uk slash warwickaward.